let's think for a bit. What are various ways we have of saying thank you? I came across a little article which piqued my interest in this regard. It was about the four levels of thanking someone. It said the first level is the thank you email or maybe other online messaging. Short, sweet, to the point, and effective for everyday Thanksgiving. The second level, this article said, is the handwritten thank you note. It adds an additional personal touch without going overboard. Shows a little more effort, perhaps, and it's for something that requires more gratitude. The third level is the thank you gift, especially perhaps to give it in person. It requires real thought and consideration and is for when someone really makes a difference in your life. And the level of how well we know somebody or how big the favor was can make a difference in how big of a gift. And then finally, the fourth level is the thank you dinner. This one is reserved for people who we know personally or want to know better. It is something that shows you're willing to give gladly of your time just to say thanks. Now, there could be all different sorts of these lists, but I think that these levels of gratitude, at least to me, make inherent sense according to human experience. Now, this isn't really a new realization of course, St. Thomas Aquinas, the great theologian of the church whose feast day was yesterday, Saturday, clearly explained that the greater the quantity the gift, the greater the thanks owed, and also the greater the gratuitousness of the gift, meaning how little we deserve it, the greater the required gratitude. However, as a warning, St. Thomas wisely pointed out that Gratitude, while being related to justice, giving what is due, must not turn into repayment, or else it would just be a mere transaction and lose all the meaning. Now, why do I bring this up? Let's think about the gratitude owed to God for all that he has done, for dying for our sins on the cross for the many, many blessings received throughout our life and in every moment, what level of gratitude do we, his creatures, owe God? Now, that first level of an email would seem insufficient, right, to send an email to God. The second, perhaps God would smile upon a thank you note. The third, giving the Lord Gifts of our time, talent, and treasure, and our physical presence is always a good thing. But what about that fourth level, the thank you dinner? Perhaps there's something to that. When it comes down to it, there's nothing that we can do on our own to completely satisfy the quantity of gratitude for God for what he has done for us, because that would be infinite. Yet by his goodness, he has given us the way. He has given us that infinite act of gratitude, 
which is the Mass. The Mass is the highest level or greatest act of gratitude to God. Ever since the early church, early Christians, they've been calling the Mass the Eucharist, which you probably have heard before in Greek means thanksgiving. And this is the third theme of the Mass that Bishop Ricken presents to us in his pastoral letter on the Eucharist, that the Mass is the greatest act of gratitude. Bishop writes, God's gifts to us are beyond counting in both the natural and supernatural orders. And so our debt of gratitude is beyond our capacity to express. We owe him something more than common courtesy. We owe him a debt that only the mass can repay because there Jesus himself is making the offering and Jesus himself is the offering. In the Mass, the prayers that we offer always acknowledge this act, aspect of gratitude. Listen carefully for it throughout the Mass, especially after the offertory, during the preface to the Eucharist, when the priest says, lift up your hearts, let us give thanks to the Lord our God, and is truly right and just, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, O Father. In a way, it is a thank you dinner as we participate in the Last Supper. We show our willingness to give our time. It shows we know Jesus personally or want to know him better. Yet, it is more than a thank you dinner. Jesus himself is the host. He brings us not just to a table but to an altar where he offers himself in that infinite sacrifice. And not only does he help us know him better through the Mass with his words and presence, but he helps us know and become more truly who we are ourselves meant to be. Today we heard the eight Beatitudes proclaimed. Blessed are they, really a portrait of who we are meant to be. And a path to true happiness. For the poor in spirit, for they who are mournful, they who are meek, they who are hungry, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they who are pure of heart, peacemakers, persecuted, theirs is the kingdom. This is the path to blessedness, which really means happiness. Yet the word blessed can also be read as blessed. And to say we are blessed in the passive acknowledges that everything comes from God. Bishop Bricken writes, If you and I take a moment to reflect, we will conclude that each of us has been generously blessed in life. Even those who are struggling mightily must acknowledge that they have been blessed in many ways. What gratitude does then is it moves us along the path of transformation to much greater joy and happiness. Now this last week, I had the opportunity to go to Mexico City for a little retreat and to make a pilgrimage to the place where Nuestra Señora de Guadalupe, Our Lady of Guadalupe, a.k.a. St. Mary, appeared to St. Juan Diego some 500 years ago. 
I had tried to go there before I was ordained back in May of 2020, but of course that never happened. But I wanted back then to consecrate, to marry my ministry as a priest. This time, however, I was able to celebrate Mass there, which I wouldn't have been able to do before, in the main church, the Basilica. It turns out I got to do that as the best possible way to give thanks to God for these first few years of being a priest and to consecrate myself to Our Lady now as a priest and put my future ministry in her hands. Now, as you may know, maybe you don't, from past experience with the parochial vicars, our time here usually doesn't last as long as the pastor. And often after a couple or three years, Bishop has a new assignment in mind. This is my third year here at St. Raphael, and I can honestly say these have been some of the best years of my life, and I'm grateful for so much. Now, while it's yet to be revealed, I will have a new assignment in July. And it's just been an honor, a privilege, and a joy to get you to know you and serve you as a priest, and I greatly look forward to continuing that for the next five months. It may seem kind of early to be saying this, but logistically, this is just when I had to say it. And that wasn't supposed to be the main point of the homily, yet it works out well, because... I am grateful to God and to you. It has been an immense gift, and there is nothing I did to deserve it, and I could never repay it. And so for that, there is no greater act of gratitude that I could possibly do than to offer the Mass. Together, let us realize how blessed we are, gather our gratitude, unite it to Jesus, and pray well today, knowing that this is the highest level of thanks, the greatest act of gratitude, the Holy Mass.